Absolutely. You know, and again, we talked a little bit about, you know, what are you looking at? To me, it's the same thing, even in regards to what we're seeing and what, what are we reading? What are we watching? Right. You know, and so, you know, for the hopeless romantic who likes rom-coms, I do like romantic comedies, by the way, but, um, you know, those types of phrases like you complete me, that really does just mm. make women think like, oh, that's all I need to be completed, you know, and unfortunately, the church has bought into it as well. You know, I remember having serving as a worship pastor at a church uh, quite a few years back and and somebody in ministry there told me, I can't wait till you get married because then you will be complete. All right. Welcome. Welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace and you are tuned in to Simplify Complexity, your relationship podcast. No matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, we're always grateful that you can join us. If you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you right now, hit that subscribe button right now. Uh, that way you can be up to date with the latest things that we are doing with our latest podcast. Also, if you haven't had a chance to leave a review, please do so. It means so much when you leave those reviews. And so if you can just even do that right now, we would so greatly appreciate it. You are tuning in into a second part of a two-part series where we have Cindy and Diana from the Single Sessions podcast. They joined us so we can talk about weariness and singleness. And the truth is when single, you have some up moments and you're feeling good, you're feeling upbeat, but then you have other moments where you really just struggle with maybe your singleness and you kind of feel down and, and it can be for multiple reasons. And we, we began that discussion in part one. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, go back and check it out. Now we're going to continue with the second part of this series. So with no further delay, let's continue our discussion. And if singles aren't complete, then what do we say about Jesus? What do we say about the Apostle Paul? What do we say about some of these people? These, And I think, well, people say, well, that was Jesus. And, you know, obviously he was God. And so he had, well, he was also fully man. And so we have to see it that way. We have to see him functioning. Um, You know, the Bible says he emptied himself of his godly traits so that he could, you know, live as a man empowered by the Holy Spirit. And that's why he's our example. And so for Jesus, for Paul, for others in the Bible who were not married, um, you know, would the church have a place for them today as singles in leadership, ministry leadership, or just, you know, in general, if um, they put those same kind of requirements on them that, you know, we find. So, um, well, to go a step further is, you know, Paul actually says, I wish that you could be single like me. You know, I wish that upon you. And so he didn't say, Hey, I wish everyone could be married. He said, if there's a, if there's a better option, be single because in singleness, then your cares are solely focused on God. But when you're married, your cares are all over the place because you're, you're trying to consider how can I please my wife? How can I please my husband? And if anybody's been in a relationship, trust me, they'll, they'll, the relationships pull at you. And, and it's one of those things where the grass looks greener on the yeah. other side. And, and so with what both of you said, I really want to challenge our listeners to do this thing. Begin to write out begin to journal and say, okay, God, what, what do you have for me six months from now? God, what do you, what do you have for me a year from now outside of a relationship? Again, we, we sometimes, we, and I think we've said it several times, we can be so focused on the wrong things that we're missing the opportunities of the good things that are before us. And so begin to begin to pray to God and begin to have vision and understand the vision that God has for you and begin to, to live out and be active in that vision. And then all of a sudden you'll find that time will pass and you'll look and you'll be like, oh, wow, like 
uh, I don't need somebody. Like I've, I've been living in life has been good. Life has been great. And mm-hmm. and if God gives me somebody, then wonderful. If God, yeah. you know, if there isn't someone there, then then wonderful too. Because I'm not mm-hmm. complete by any of those things. So um, so thank you for that. Yes. Now, I I did want to I had another thing and and I would love to get your thoughts on this, which is I think another practical thing that we can do by not only just kind of writing out what our plans are and vision and begin to live uh, to be purposeful is to maintain community. And I think community is so important, whether or not if you are um, single or if you're in a relationship. But I think even more so when, you know, you're single, because God made us relationship beings and, and to where we, we, we need to have relationship with one another. So much so that scripture actually commands us not to forsake the fellowship with one another. And, and so the challenge that we can find with inside of our singleness, especially if we are more of an introvert, is that we are constantly by ourselves. Yeah. And, and, and necessarily finding a man or a woman or getting married isn't necessarily the solution to building community uh, or the only way that you can build community. And, and so I want to challenge and I want to encourage you to, to really look at and say, what are you consistently doing to build community? And, 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 and this is the thing that's going to stretch us because I see people, they go to church or they might go to this small group and they might do that, but then they just go and then they leave. And you got to make attempts. Well, nobody came and talked to me. Nobody did this. And nobody, well, what did you do? Did you go and say hi to somebody? Did you go and talk to somebody? Did you make those extra efforts? Did you ask for somebody's number? Well, I was waiting for somebody to text me. And those are all games. Well, you, they text me once and I, I text them once. And they didn't text me back after I text them the, the, the first time. And so I text them twice. You know, those are all games. So I, I know I chimed in a lot. I know I can see you guys laughing and doing all kinds. So please to share. Uh, I don't know if Diana, you want to share first. I think that's great. I mean, the enemy, that's one of his primary tools I've seen as I, you know, in this life is isolation. Mm. He wants to isolate you. He wants to get you off in a corner so that he can speak his lies and they go unchallenged because you're not sharing with anyone else what your thoughts are. And I think, you know, the Bible is very clear about, you know, he's, he's launching those fiery darts at us. And so often those fiery darts are thoughts that enter our head that we presume are ours. You know, they're very, they can be very negative. They can be very destructive all the way up to self-harm and I mean, terrible things, um, or just feelings of unworthiness or feelings. I'm not attractive. I'm, you know, the, you, these are the reasons why I'm still single. Cause I'm this, that, or the other, I'm just a blob or whatever, you know, just terrible <laughs> that thoughts come into your mind that are not, that are not what God's word says about us, that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, that he has a plan. All these wonderful things that God says about us, the enemy gets us isolated and starts working on our minds, um, playing those head games. And if we, again, we don't have that community to help challenge those in us. If we don't speak those things out and say, Hey, here's what I've been feeling. Here's what I've been thinking. And God, godly men and women to counsel us and say, Oh no, 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 no. That is not what God says about you. And just to be that, um, you know, light and that mirror that we can bounce back off of. We need that so, so much. Um, yeah, isolation. We cannot give into that. And regarding what you said about, I've seen that so many times too, where people say, well, they didn't reach out to me. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs that in order to have a friend, you must be a friend. Right. So you've got to push yourself out there. Ask the Lord for help. He's not asking us to do anything in this life without his grace and out his spirit. Even practical things like, stepping out and, and offering a hand of friendship or a, a word of encouragement to say, you know, if you're, if you feel self-conscious and oh, I don't want to, you know, say anything, 
and I don't want them to be, you know, I don't want to be rejected. Um, ask the Lord, help me, Lord, strengthen me, Lord, by your spirit. Uh, you know, he, he knows everything about us. He already knows what our challenges are. But for us to share those things with him and say, I don't feel like saying anything. I don't feel like talking to this person. Help me, Lord. He's there. He's available. He's not saying, ah, oh, you know, bring me something real. Bring me a real problem. He wants to help us with every day-to-day struggle that we face. Now, Sydney, could you chime in maybe some practical things that people can do to build community? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you started off even just by saying, you know, being a part of a small group. Um, I think, you know, that's an important place to start. Now you, you mentioned small groups and maybe people don't know what that means. So like, can you break that down and give possibly examples of small groups and areas where they can search for small groups? Absolutely. Well, for example, at our church, uh, we had what was called rock groups, but now we have uh, classes that we offer. And then within those classes, you know, small groups can be formed. Um, so for example, like in the, she is single, she is strong class, we break that class down into groups and they're with the same group every week. And we really do encourage them to build community with each other. And we try to foster an atmosphere where they, where there are no walls so that you're really able to share things that are really, you're really going through and that you don't feel judged or condemned for the thoughts that you're having, the things that you're thinking about or the things that you're struggling with. Um, I mean, case in point, we had one gal, we were praying even before uh, the class began and she just felt so comfortable. We said, well, come on and pray with us. So she prayed with us and she said, I, love this class. God is doing so much in my heart. She said, I'm almost free. She said, but I just have to be delivered now from pornography and sexual addiction. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I just, my heart leaped with joy in this sense with, wow, she just shared with us her stuff and made herself so vulnerable and open that now we were able to say, oh, well, let's not wait till the class is over. Let's Let's take care of that right now, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so, uh, you know, being, finding a group, maybe within your church, you know, and I wouldn't say that every, you know, there's so many different things out there. There's meetup and things like that, but you really want to be careful with what group you're joining, because at the same time, you want to make sure that you're hanging out with people who are going to be pointing you to the truth. That's good. That's really good. In love. And so it's not just like, oh, yeah, we all because I love dogs. So, you know, for a while I was trying to join a a a beagle meetup and Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, you know, really, I need to be putting my efforts (laughs) with people that are in my my church. You know, let's start some some uh, things that we can find some similarities and let's do some things there. So I think, you know, if they don't have something in their church where. Uh, that's a like-minded group, then even be willing to start a group, you know, I like that. I like that. Start something. Hey, I like hiking or I like going to the beach. Let's, let's start a meetup. Just a, a believers can be co-ed. It could be, you know, it could be a group of guys to come together. And after we take a walk or a hike, at, you know, at the beach, then we go for a coffee and we pray together and encourage each other. Cause accountability is so important, mm-hmm. es- especially Getting a hold of that now while you're a single, because I do believe that accountability is equally as important when you're married as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can I add one thing to that? And then um, please continue is I think it's also important for us to understand that 
we're not cheating on our church if we are a part of other small groups in another church. Oh, that's good. And, and I think sometimes there's this idea or this misnomer as though like I'm being unfaithful to my church because I'm going over here to their uh, singles group over here. Or I'm going to, you know, they're going on a, uh, a vid retreat or whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. and and so that's not the case. We're all one body. That's yeah. right. And, and and we have to remember that. And, and so it, it's okay that you have several different communities yeah. uh, that you are plugged in with. And I would encourage you have as many, you know, communities as you can, mm-hmm. because you, different communities are going to be going through different seasons and different things are going to go ha- happen. And so if you only have one community and all of a sudden that community, people start getting married in that community, their community becomes, um, you know, where they, they're not as active, there's a season where they're not as active, then all of a sudden you're stuck and you're not as active. And and so have s- several different communities and people that you are able to connect with. And, and it's not a bad thing. So uh, please continue. Oh, yeah, no, that's great. I think I we agree 100%. You know, I think another thing that's important <laughs> is, you know, finding communities that are, um, that foster the gifts that you may have, or even if it's just something, you know, like I used to love tap dancing when I was in junior high and high school and then didn't dance for years. And then all of a sudden this tap dance class was available in in the city right next door. And I'll tell you what, on Thursdays, I was out the door, tap shoes in, in hand and meeting just a whole new group of women that also like me enjoy tap dancing, you know, and so it doesn't have to necessarily be a, a, a godly community, although, again, you definitely want it to be uh, something that you enjoy doing with people that are going to strengthen you. Even if it's not a church community, you still want to be with people that, you know, that bring you positive vibes, I guess what you could say. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, as we kind of come to a close, I really thank both of you for just uh, sharing from your hearts, really sharing, I think, really practical tips. And I, I think that's what we need. We just need things that are practical, not things that just sound good. So um, I, I, before we close, I just want to kind of just have a chance to go from both of you. So, Diana, did you have any last thoughts or anything you wanted to share? I mean, I think just again, just um, be encouraged. You know, <laughs> we're all in this together. There's, I think the enemy would also want you to think too, like, well, there's aren't very many of you. There's a lot of us. <laughs> there are right. a lot of people, <laughs> people, you know, twenties, thirties, forties and up that, um, that are seeking after God. So, you know, don't, don't buy into the lie that it's just you, <laughs> you know, you're off here. What's, what's wrong with you. You're the last one picked for the team. Why aren't you, you know? So yeah, again, it's just that, um, maintaining your thought life is so important. Don't, you know, like you said, thoughts may enter your mind, but do you entertain them? Do you keep them there? Or, um, we, you know, we can flood ourselves with God's word to where that stuff will be able to filter that easily when we say, Oh, nope, that's not what my God says about me. That's not what the word says about me. Um, so yeah, be encouraged. God loves us. He's not forgotten us. He's not forsaken us. You know, um, we have a friend and a pastor on our staff at the church who wrote a book called Single for Now. And, you know, the Bible says no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. And so she said, hey, if it hasn't happened yet, it's because that good thing hasn't come yet. So whatever he's withheld from you wasn't good. So be glad for that. Rejoice in that. Thank the Lord for his protection, his, his provision and his timing. That's good. Cindy. 
Yes. Uh, I think I would just say, um, you know, just to allow God to be that one thing, that main thing in your life. Hmm. Um, if there's any healing or any strengthening or any, just even breaking down stuff that's been on the inside, um, it's really been but as a result of just sitting at his feet. And yeah. so I would say, like, use this time to do that, you know. Yes, community is important, but also the Lord, he's He's just always there and waiting for us. It doesn't take a whole lot for us just to say, you know, Lord, I'm going to spend some time with you right now. And I'm not talking just about the journaling and the word and the listening to teachings and the word. I'm talking, let's just sit at your feet and just let you know I'm here. And I'm, I just want to love you right now. And I just want to spend time with you. And that can do wonders, you know, especially when you're feeling super discouraged. But on the on the same token is when you're feeling great. <laughs> so right. That's really good. And and I think that the thing I would like to end with our, our listeners is the, uh, the scripture where it reminds us, be not weary in well-doing for in due season, you will reap if you don't faint, if yeah. you don't quit. And, and the thing is, is that we're doing good. Um, and so we, we mentioned it before, singleness isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so we just can't get weary in doing good mm-hmm. and just continue to live out the purpose and the, the calling that God has for you in your singleness and just understanding that season and, and continue to, to fight, continue to just fight through that. And you'll begin to see all that God is trying to do. But if you're just you know, at home, if you're just stuck in a pity party, then, then that's what you need to break out of because God wants to use you. God wants you to be active and God has a purpose and plan for you right now. So stop waiting for some guy, some woman, somebody to come along. No, you need to understand that there's purpose for you now. Get your butt out the house, go and connect with some community, begin to connect with uh, God's purpose for you. Get active as far as reaching out, begin to serve and, 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 and understand all the many different ways that God wants to use you. And as you begin to do that, you can look back a year from now. You can look back five years from now and say, wow, God, look at what you've done in my life. Look, look at the, the people that I've been able to build relationships with and, 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 and all those wonderful things that you realize like, wow, I am complete in Christ. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Yeah. well, I, I really do appreciate both of you. Please uh, tell our listeners where they can listen to your, your podcast. So we're the single sessions. We are on iTunes and we are on Podomatic, which I think is a, a means for people with um, Android to listen. We are on Facebook, um, the single sessions. We're on Instagram, the single sessions. So we'd love for you to check us out in all those places. Wonderful. Wonderful. And then, uh, Sidden, do you do like, I know you do a magazine or some things like that. Is is there a place where people can see that or, or get more information about that? Yeah, we, we are fashionedmagazine.com and fashioned as past tense because all the days have been fashioned for us and we've been fashioned in his likeness. Fashionedmagazine.com. Wonderful, wonderful. And, and obviously, I always want to encourage our listeners, please, if you haven't had a chance to check out my book, Chasing Happily Ever After, please read it. You will enjoy it. And I'm so confident that you will be blessed by it, that if you don't like it, I'll, I give a money back guarantee. And I don't know too many books, you know, people who have books who would do that. But I just believe so much that it'll help you, whether or not if you are single, um, whether or not if you are dating or if you're married, no matter where you're at in those phase, phases, this book will really help you and, and help you to, to just understand God's purpose for you in the season that you are in. And, and so 
please go to the website simplifycomplexity.org to for more information. Also, review us just at the very end when this is over. Please hit that review, hit that like button, hit that subscribe. Uh, it means so much for you to do that, and it's such a small thing. It does not take a lot of time to hit the subscribe button. It doesn't take a long time just to, to put some stars up there and, and to review us. And, and we're always you know pushing for five stars, so we, we love those five stars. Um, but please do that. It means so much. Uh, until next time, God bless you and God keep you. Oh, no, let me go back. I actually forgot to, to pray. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for um, our listeners. And Father, we thank you for those around the world and, and for those who are single. Father, we thank you for them because they are special and they have purpose and they have calling. And so, Father, just remind everyone who is single of how special and how unique they are. And Father, that remind them that they are complete. And so, Father, give strength for those who are finding themselves weary, for those who are finding themselves tired. And Father, may they take these tips, may they take the advice that we're giving today and begin to apply them and begin to see the fruitfulness of what you would have for them in this season of singleness. Father, we love you. We thank you. We ask all these things just in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. What you come for? We all came to pray, but some in different ways. As long as it's holy, pure, and sanctified, let the spirit vibe and let your worship be free. Some like to run, and some like to stand. Some like to stomp, and some wanna dance. Some shout, some jump, some speak, some cry, some clap, some sing. In the end, it's all the same. To worship and praise, to lift His name. It's a family reunion, and my family's with me when I lift the body.